0: Ready, set, go! And we are part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown community supported. It's Travis Cura and a Brazilian. Ty, we're just after the CFL winter meetings in beautiful Kananaskis. Uh Ty, have you ever been skiing? No. <laughs> not even one, like, school trip in the ninth grade or something?
1: No, I uh, refuse to hand in permission slips. So my, okay. I'm not going skiing. It's stupid.
0: So uh, I went in the ninth grade, wrecked my knee pretty bad. Which remember is, when remember when Craigness broke both of his wrists? Yeah, that was the same trip. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. No, you don't. <laughs> One of our classmates fell down, broke both his wrists. Uh, there was a, a record amount of concussions that day. I I walked into the lodge to get treatment for my knee, and they go, "Do you still know your name?" And I go, "Yep." Well, you're going to have to wait. (laughs) So, when it came time for the high school ski trip, I'm out. No. We went and played NHL on career
1: day. I don't think we were going on a ski trip.
0: (laughs) So, anybody that can handle that stuff or is talented at it, you have – my utmost respect. I want to give a shout out to the other podcasts in the Alberta Podcast Network, including Unprofessional Development. I love that. It's about the stories teachers tell in the workroom, the barroom, and the coffee house. It's hosted by Shane Lawrence. You can check out that show and more shows at albertapodcastnetwork.com. I, I have so com. many
1: of those because all of my friends are teachers that I golf with.
0: Man, so do <laughs> they gossip about the students? If you're an idiot, yeah. <laughs> so I can only imagine what our teachers talk about. I know. What did they say about us? Yeah. Only good things. Only oh, good I'm things. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I I got to say, I'm distracted by that mustache. It is a thing of beauty now, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting unruly. How long has that been?
1: Two months. That's pretty good. <laughs>
0: You're gonna get hey. some wax, I think. No, I'm gonna let it come down the side. <laughs> it's not even like that's like a Fu Man chew. Like the mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you shave it, just leave the ends. Oh. <laughs> like-, <laughs> like Genghis Khan style. <laughs> There has been some CFL better than, news. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah. it I'm is. <laughs> this. Oh, There has been some CFL news over the past few weeks, including Luchez Purifoy being released by the BC Lions. It looked like he was set to get a bonus. Well, that's how the business of football goes. He wasn't available for long as the Edmonton Elks have signed him, so he's back in that Chris Jones defense. And Luchez Purifoy has become a pretty respected defensive player in the mm-hmm. CFL ever since the Ottawa Redblacks just cast him off a few years ago.
1: Yeah, I mean, like the stops that he's made in BC and Saskatchewan, like he's been a guy that they can basically play at any of the five positions oh, yeah. in the secondary. Uh, he's spent time at safety, spent time at defensive half, corner. Like,
0: return he's, kicks. <laughs> he's
1: he's done so much. And, you know, it, it, he's one of those guys that you don't hear any complaints, you know, from teammates and coaches and stuff. He he's, he's, seems to be a good locker room guy, good team guy, and he produces on the field. Um, yeah, the bonus thing we talked about, we talk about that every year. Guys are getting released because of of roster bonuses are due and, and stuff like that. But, you know, it is a business. We know this; it's not a surprise. Uh, but when you have a guy like that, like it's hard to let him go. So I don't know if maybe money they got they got other plans, obviously for for that money. But uh, it, that's not a it's not a great loss.
0: Well, so, let's t- let's quickly talk about the Lions, where well Nathan Work has apparently completed his tour, worked out with twelve NFL teams. He's got offers. Uh-huh. He's got guaranteed money on the table, and it's a good chance that by the time you hear this, you know where he's signed at the time of recording. We don't know where he is signed, if he's if he's going to take the shot. Now, I think one of the big things that he'll be considering is, if is he going to have a chance to compete for a legitimate number two spot? If he's going to be four or five on the depth chart... Yeah is it worth his time? But I mean, what we've heard, I mean, significant guaranteed money on the table. That is hard to turn down. Um, But the lions seem to be kind of freeing up money right now. Uh, Purifoy's off the books. Brian Burnham has retired. Now a a full season with VA at the helm. And otherwise, when it comes to free agency and re-signings, the lions have been really quiet. Mm -hmm. And, I, we're gonna know soon where work is going to go. I feel like if he does stay in Canada, they're probably gonna find a way to get around that rookie deal and give him legitimate money this year. Probably the highest paid player in the CFL, uh, and Zach makes six hundred. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they like, per- we're getting back to this. We've seen this movie
1: before, and it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, well that's it. Rourke it will be like Michael Riley. He won't yeah. like his He Won't like pick. Cast. He won't. He, he
1: won't like getting scraped off the turf.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's just uh, part of the economics and the salary cap when it comes to the CFL. Mm-hmm. It would be fifteen percent of the salary cap if they give him seven or seven fifty or whatever it is to keep yeah. him in Canada. So, I mean, that would be more pressure on him. It would be all sorts of things. So, yeah, he's got some big decisions to make. We do know that he's going to get paid either way. He's going to make a solid salary going forward, and he's got youth on his side. Now, are the Lions going to be comfortable or well set going into the season with Vernon Adams as their guy for 18 games? And, look, I've been seeing Geno Lewis – Tweeting, and he looks like he's really trying to sell himself Mm -hmm. uh, ahead of free The fact that he
1: has to do that is ridiculous. You look at this guy's resume. It's like, teams know.
0: Yeah, it's just the fact of how much receivers got paid last year. I don't know if that's going to happen again. It can't. Yeah, And
1: it's not all receivers. It was two of them that ruined the market.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if Geno's – I mean, if if Lawler's worth 300k, I think Gino's worth 300. I think Gino is, and over four years, he says he's played with 22 total quarterbacks, over 4,000 receiving yards, 28 receiving touchdowns. Hey, he had
1: coached by Mike Sherman.
0: He had two pass TDs too. (laughs) Yeah, so So, he's played
1: with 23 quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So he is. He's a great player, and, I mean, he has experience playing with VA. Could the Lions be looking his way mm-hmm. if Rourke doesn't come back?
1: I, I mean, the fit is there. Um, I think the fit is there even if Rourke does come back. Like, I don't if you could how, get
0: both of them, that would I, be <laughs>
1: – I, I just – I don't see Rourke coming back with the opportunities he's going to have. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, you get that uh, – What's the word I'm familiarity with your quarterback with him yeah. who's coming to play with VA a little bit? It, it kinda helps with training camp. You know, it it it, get, it gets you a foot in the door and a foot ahead of, of some other guys who have never played with them. Stuff like that. I think that is has to be seriously looked at and there is holes to fill on that offense with, with the guys who've
0: lost. Hey, I saw a Dave Naylor tweet the Vegas Raiders were the first team to work out Nathan Rourke and they're exploring trade options for Derek Carr. Could oh, he have a little car's
1: legitimate... gone? They, that's, that, that was done in week
0: 16. We'll see what happens there. He maybe get a legitimate shot to compete for a number two spot. With and Tom then Brady. But we've seen this so many times where guys go to the NFL before the draft and they mm-hmm. invest in somebody in the draft or somebody else in free agency. Then all of a sudden they start falling down. So we'll see where he goes. I wish them all the best either way. Uh, More on the Lions. They bring in running back Tavian Feaster uh, who got into a couple games for the Alouettes last year and I think that'll be some pretty good competition for James Butler. At times Butler was a monster in 2022, but at other times the running game was uneven, inconsistent uh, a little bit. And I think uh, as well as special teams, those are going to be a couple areas that the Lions are going to want to improve on in 2023. And, And, you
1: know, it, it sounds. It seems like a broken record with the inconsistency of the run game because it it goes for every team. It yeah. seems uh, that doesn't have an Andrew Harris yeah. kind of thing. But and even even he was even the Argos weren't super consistent. Um, but just and and his injury didn't help either. But you know when you're giving the guy a ball seven times and say you can't get the run going, well, you only you didn't give him any chance. And I know there's only two downs to get to get ten yards, and it's tough to commit to the run. Uh, and when you have a guy that you know can break out runs early in a game, you know that that gives him that leg up, that chance to keep giving the football. But coaches just go away from it so fast.
0: Back to the Elks, where they've extended Jake Sorensen for two years. He was in the conversation among a lot of people about a legitimate uh, being an all-star this year, mm-hmm. and if he played more games he probably would have been a lot more than an all-star.
1: He's big, strong, fast. That's exactly
0: what Chris Jones wants. So if they get a full season of Ceresna, that's a big addition uh, to that Elks defense. And they also extend Manny Arsenault, which I just love to see. I mean, the guy ended up – there was the COVID season. There was the torn ACL but he's still here. And last season he was second on the Elks in second down conversions. He was fourth in receiving yards for the team. So he became a target before his injury that was reliable for those young Mm -hmm. quarterbacks in Edmonton. He's still doing it. The Manny show. You love to see the Bushwhacker uh, walk (laughs) still happening in the (laughs) CFL. That's
1: the best celebration in the league. It's not even close.
0: Now, as we transition uh, into, I guess, Uh, the pandemic's not over where, I mean, just go look at the cold and flu aisle at the the drugstore. (laughs) But, if we can transition past that and for his last season, he could start licking people like uh, Luke and Butch, or at least the officials like they, (laughs) if he walked up and just licked Andre Pru right from chin to forehead, I would love that. The only problem is he going not
1: take off his helmet and you get flagged for it.
0: (laughs) That's true. That would be one of the greatest celebrations in CFL history. Uh, the the funeral for Christian Salisbury was this past weekend and he ends up winning an Elks Fan Favorite Award, which is really, really cool to see. And Chris Jones, man, he attends the funeral. He also attended the funeral of Joe McKnight in twenty sixteen. When does this when does this stop? It's just a problem of society man and especially in the United States I think 25 years old but uh, very cool to see the Elks fans pay tribute to him Mm. with that fan favorite award there was news right after we released the last episode of the show Brandon Banks parting ways with the Toronto Argonauts at times it didn't look like that that relationship was going to last all of 2022 mm-hmm. <laughs> arguments on the sidelines. It seemed like maybe the chemistry wasn't there with McLeod Bethel Thompson at times, but a part of a Grey cup champion winning team, he wins it in double blue, not in black and gold, but his Brandon banks, maybe his CFL career. Maybe this is it. We'll see what happens with him yeah. going I, forward. I,
1: I feel like he got his ring, and, and I, I just don't think he's got anything left to prove. Yeah, and and you know he's he's accomplished everything he can in the league. Really, um, I, I just don't. I don't see him wanting to come back. And you know, sign with a team that is going to go six and twelve.
0: 35 years old, 6,200 yeah. receiving yards, 48 career touchdowns. And he got a
1: late start because he was never a part exactly, of the offense.
0: Exactly. Uh, he's had over 3,700 uh, kickoff returns, uh, yards, I'm sorry. Uh, he's had over 3,200 punt return yards, eight touchdowns between uh, the two, mm. five. One missed- called back. Yeah. <laughs> A big one. <laughs> Five missed field goal returns for a touchdown. So uh, an electric player. Bad. In uh, <laughs> Dude. Well, I he went would, on that
1: streak in, what, 2019 where he had like seven straight games or something?
0: I would not be able to <laughs> run 110 yards. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you running out of gas? You're starting, if like, it's a missed field Are we talking goal, like a full out sprint or like kind of like jog a little bit? Well, under return. Or are we talking about
1: like a return?
0: You're probably running full out sprint. and You're probably zigzag. It's not always in a straight line.
1: taking a knee. I'm giving myself up. A, I don't want to get hit.
0: <laughs> you're B, giving I'm
1: up at, the single. B, I run, I run so much faster barefoot that I, I just feel like I'd be bogged down in cleats and I would just – I'd get to like the 10. I'd get it out of the end zone so I don't give up the point and just get out of bounds or <laughs> – just get myself up.
0: <laughs> I'd love to see it just like uh, Johnny Knoxville and Jackass. No blockers. just
1: <laughs> Jared Allen. No, thank you.
0: <laughs> Crushed them. Yeah. Big news for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Uh, one of the big consistencies there has been those offensive tackles on the offensive line. And Stanley Bryant and Jamarcus Hardrick both re-sign in Winnipeg. Stanley Bryant, that guy has the most offense, most outstanding offensive lineman awards in CFL history. He's kind of going one year at a time. What does he have to prove? At this point, it's just greatness. Uh, oh, that's what it is and, with and, and
1: they're definitely going to be making, well, they might make market value and they can save money somewhere else, but they're not taking those huge contracts uh, yeah. dollar-wise. They're, they're keeping the band together. It's, we're in the middle of January. Winnipeg is probably the favorite
0: I know yeah
1: coaching staff continuity roster continuity front office as much as we hate the GM in Winnipeg because he was a dink at Labor Day
0: or the president
1: or the president (laughs) sorry like Wade Miller yeah like what a loser (laughs) too bad your brother doesn't have a temper
0: ooh that uh, if we didn't show up when we did it would have been yeah it would have got real bad real quick (laughs) Somehow, you show up in a Chris Walby jersey and all of the heat resonates on you. I'm the world's
1: greatest heel. (laughs) When will you learn this?
0: (laughs) For the uh, Ottawa Red Blacks, Brendan Galanders has retired after eight years wearing uh, the red and black. He is a Grey Cup champion. Played football with the Ottawa GGs as well. So yep. congratulations to him on a great career in Ottawa. And I also think Red Blacks fans are going to like to see this. Devontae Dedman back for two years with Ottawa. I do want to see if uh, they're going to, and they tried it last year, and I know it was with Lapo, if they're going to start to get him more and more involved in the offense that's a obviously I mean you want the electric returns but you yeah. want the ball in his hands as much as possible
1: you can't you can't teach speed and and you know and he can read not not necessarily defense but like you know he finds holes he, he can kind of read what's happening in front of him and if you can get the ball in his hands and give him more opportunities there's nothing wrong with that
0: the Stamps have extended offensive lineman Zach Williams, and they've released Julian Good-Jones to pursue an NFL opportunity. And there have been some other players uh, that are going to be pursuing the NFL this offseason, giving it a shot. Uh, Tyrell Ford, the Canadian name. <laughs> with uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, has signed with the Green Bay Packers. Just goes to show. And I, I think it was Naylor that said this too. The youth, uh, the the measurements that you have, yeah. he, he didn't start with the Bombers, but he's got a shot in the NFL. Sometimes that's as simple as it is, so good luck to him. Uh, Hamilton defensive back Rodney Randall Jr. is with the Patriots, and Jamal Peters, a star defensive back for the Argos this past season, CFL leader, at least tied for the lead in interceptions, has signed with the Atlanta Falcons, who also uh, have DeAndre Alfred, who was with the Bombers in 2021. I feel like uh, DBs, it's hard to play in Canada. If you could run Mm -hmm. with the receivers in Canada, it's a more physical game in the States. But if you can play DB here, you have a good shot to do well in uh, the NFL.
1: I wouldn't say that's 100% across the board, but it, it's usually a pretty good measuring stick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, they <laughs> they're they waiting on, well, their fans are. I yeah. think they're trying to sign Bo Levi Mitchell. Here we are, less than a month from CFL free agency opening. The, the trade happened right around, what, Grey Cup week, and – he's still not signed.
1: That's a huge red flag for me.
0: I think so. He's probably going to wait at least to the legal tampering period, right?
1: Yeah, probably. And and I mean, what is McLeod Bethel Thompson doing? But, yeah. the, but I mean, Toronto has so many losses off their, off their great cup team. Like it's not just a plug and play form anymore. Like there is decisions to be made now and money is obviously going to be a big part of it. Uh, and I think he, he's obviously got to be negotiating, I think, with Hamilton or they, they got to be having some kind of discussion. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he kind of used that to, to be like, well, I can get this here. What, what's what's your offer? Like He kind of knows what he's worth, knows what he can do. Um, we know he's not going to Regina. Like I think Saskatchewan would have to fork over way too much money. It wouldn't be worth it because your team would still be so bad. Um, like, Hamilton and Toronto just seem like the only two places he can go.
0: Trying to think about quarterback situations in the league right now. Montreal, maybe. Trevor Harris hasn't signed there yet. Um, Ottawa, Sean it Burke was... saying that Mazzoli is looking to be good to go for yeah. training camp. And Nick Arbuckle, they've got and, a pretty...
1: And Bo and, oh, isn't going to go there to be... Be a one-two punch with Masoli. He, he's not doing that. Yeah,
0: but here's so. the th- In Hamilton, man, <laughs> they have a lot of free agents still mm-hmm. to be locked up before it opens in less than a month here. And they,
1: they don't want to start locking those guys up and then not have enough money left for whatever Bo wants. So it, it's, they're lot- hampering themselves. Either cut your losses and sign the guys and figure out your quarterback situation after or just ro- – like. Dane can't be a number one. I think we've established this. But do you wait, 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 wait? Sign Bo at the last minute. Don't have any time to negotiate with anybody else, and now you're in a roster overhaul after you know back-to-back Grey Cup appearances a year ago. Like, I I just there's no good way. Like, I think if I'm in Hamilton, I'm cutting my losses.
0: Bo's gonna want those guys locked up before he signs. It's like Connor Bedard. Like you're screwing yourself. Now, Tim White, the t- most outstanding player for the Cats in 2022, he hasn't signed. Stephen Dunbar Jr. hasn't signed. The linebackers, Javon Santos-Knox, Cameron Kelly, Sionte Evans, Jamal Roll, all those guys haven't signed for Hamilton yep. yet. they they got
1: so many holes to fill, and they have to drag their feet because they can't sign those guys and not have enough money left on the table. Man. And they could sign Bo and still have enough money left on the table to bring the guys they really want to bring back.
0: An interesting note from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Mason Nias of the Regina Rams, who just played uh, in the, uh, sorry, the Saskatchewan Huskies, uh, just played in the Vanier Cup, ended up losing to Laval. He turned down a contract offer from the Riders, so the Riders do, have re- do you removed blame him. him? <laughs> so they have removed him from uh, their nag list. It looked like that was about a, a pretty good story for the Riders if they could get him into camp. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of these guys, they could probably make a lot of money coming out out of school. There's a lot of smart guys playing football that, uh, especially when they're young, they know, eh. Hmm. I got a good head between my shoulders. Let's keep that intact as no, long as I can. Not only
1: are they a businessman, they're a business man.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get yeah. it. Now, a Saskatchewan product, Brett Jones is talking about possibly playing football in Canada again. Here he is. He turns 32 in July. He's from Weyburn. So it, it, it fits in.
1: Living on the Buffet.
0: Yeah, KFC and Pizza Hut Buffet. That's why all those big boys come from uh, Weyburn. What's our excuse? <laughs> he was drafted in the second round back in 2013 uh, by the Stamps. Um, he actually won the CFL's Most Outstanding Offensive Lineman Award in 2014, which you don't see very much from the center position. No. No. Um, and then he went on, he spent a few seasons with the Giants and then the Vikings. Uh, recently, the Broncos, he, he was on the IR. I wouldn't
1: even. I wouldn't even want the Broncos on my resume at this point.
0: By the way, hey, Alex Singleton, 150 tackles with the Broncos this year. That's pretty Helps cool. when
1: you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback. Yeah. You get lots of playing time on the defensive <laughs> side.
0: It totally helps. Now, Brett Jones says if he doesn't get into med school... At uh, the U of S, then maybe he'll play. He'll play football here. That would be a big addition to the Riders' offensive line, or any offensive line in the Canadian Football League. If Brett Jones ends up coming back to the CFL,
1: and I, like you said, like for him to win a most outstanding offensive lineman from the center position, yeah, is ridiculous. It like shows you how good he is. Yeah, for him to be that much of a standout, and the Riders' biggest hole is offensive line. That's one A, I guess. One B would be quarterback, Uh, but I mean, any team in the league would want to take him. But the fact that you know he's from Saskatchewan wants to go to U of S, I think the Riders would be the obvious choice.
0: And back then, it was only his second season in the league, Uh, which is that's crazy. And won the rookie of the year as an offensive lineman. Like uh he he had a pretty good couple seasons in the CFL before going to the NFL. The Calgary Stampeders have solidified their coaching staff for twenty twenty three. That includes Nick Lewis uh coming into the coaching staff. It includes Jawan Simpson joining on with the coaching staff there. So some pretty recognizable names mm-hmm. to red and white fans the fact, joining the coaching well, not
1: staff. not even that, just the CFL fans. And now that these guys are becoming coaches, the guys that we grew up oh, watching, no. like, it's like, oh, my God, <laughs> what is happening? Like, the day Connor McDavid retires, be like, I've wasted my 30s.
0: <laughs> now... Ty's boy, Richie Sandani, has been hanging out with Andrew Harris a little too much. He's been suspended for two games, testing for a banned substance. Who knows what the banned substance is? Could be MSG in Chinese food. I don't know. No, there isn't any MSG in Chinese food. <laughs> That's what all the signs say. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> liars. <laughs> is that how I get full at the buffet in three minutes and then I'm hungry as soon as I leave? It's addictive. It's highly addictive. There I go. I got to spend another 30 bucks on another couple plates. Now, the, the Montreal Alouettes, they got some things to figure out. They need to sign a quarterback, which I think Jason Moss and Danny Machocha, I think they're fine if they can re sign Trevor Harris. But then you've got Geno Lewis. And then you've got the whole fact that they do not have a president right now. They've got a cloudy ownership situation right now. Man, are those things that players are really going to look at before free agency and be like, I don't know if I want to get involved in that? Or they probably just look at the paycheck and the dollar bills on the their, on the Their offer, checks aren't right? going to bounce, I think. Yeah, and yeah. if you know that
1: um, president, I, I don't know how much that would really affect a player wanting to or not wanting to sign somewhere like you, you're not you're dealing with Machocha and Jason Moss and the rest yeah. of the coaching staff for the most part um maybe the every the everyday operations you'd like to see some stability there but I mean every team goes through this so it's just one of those things but um yeah quarterback needs to be figured out is what are they doing with Gino Lewis so they can be able to bring him back I think those questions need to be answered for any prospective free agents i don't think president's going to be on the top of anybody's list of worries uh, from a player perspective looking for somewhere to sign
0: now uh, i mean the current ownership group got the alouettes through the pandemic or i mean the the thick of it when everything Uh was shut down so that's good um but does the estate of sid spiegel want to keep running the team that remains to be seen they kind of say business as usual, but yeah. is it, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Well, that, that whole estate
1: thing this. is a mess right now. And yeah, it's, it's one of those things that it, it hasn't affected. I don't think like the team and the product on the field, as yeah. much as it has maybe off the field, front office stuff. And, but I mean, that can trickle down. It's a terrible, a terrible comparison, but like in major League like the owner not fixing stuff and stuff like that like if if stuff at the top is being squabbled over and stuff needs to happen with dressing rooms and and equipment and trainers and and stuff needs to be fixed like i would hope that that stuff is still they are still signing off on that stuff but who knows
0: are we writing a cfl movie you're talking major league well but i mean a comedy one (laughs) Don't steal home without it. Slap shot. I mean, who owned the Chiefs? Oh. so. Says, I'm coaching down in Omaha.
1: <laughs> Eddie Shore sends me. I can't. I'm not gonna do. It. <laughs> hey, Hanrahan. No, nope, can't do that one either.
0: <laughs> oh man, there's some CFL news to watch too. It looks like the league probably negotiating a new US TV deal. And I think that's part of the reason why we got the schedule we got this year with very consistent times on, you know, especially Saturdays throughout the year. Fridays we bitch about well.
1: it, nothing happens.
0: A TV deal is expiring That's the take.
1: <laughs> Shows you how much they really care.
0: Now, I who knows if this Atlantic Schooners thing is actually going to happen. But Randy Ambrosio was meeting with Three Down Nation and, talking to everybody because the uh, winter meetings in Kananaskis. Now, he says, and he told Three Down Nation this, he believes an expansion team, end I quote, could utilize what he dubbed a temporary permanent solution to house a team. Now, basically...
1: An Empire uh, Stadium situation.
0: He kind of says look, we're not going to build an IG field or a Mosaic stadium right off the right off the bat off. here, yeah. but he goes kind of, what if we get a team in there and, yeah, this temporary permanent place and we play there for a few years and we build a base of fans and then we build a permanent facility? <laughs> what if it doesn't do well? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> And we then, got the
1: Ottawa Red. And we got the Ottawa Renegades.
0: So they're in the league for six years, and then it's gone. And uh. We have a
1: dispersal draft, and the Riders win a Grey Cup.
0: Yeah, he says uh, the the league had conversations with Canadians in the Maritimes. They would see an expansion team add seats and amenities to an existing facility for five to ten years, while the club gets established. If the franchise could prove its viability, it would then advocate for a permanent stadium to be constructed. If I don't like that word, if I don't know, but do you want to?
1: You can't build a a 25,000 seat, yeah, state of the art stadium right off the bat because then you're in your own, you're 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 broke, and then if this thing you know just sizzles out, you've got this empty stadium that. Like
0: yeah, it's but at the same time, we just what fold the team after five years of it's not right? like, going well. <laughs> this isn't the NHL. Yeah. This, like
1: you're not propping up a team yeah. for for twenty years because you need it to work. But you can't you can't do that right now?
0: Yeah, in the CFL, yeah.
1: it, it's got to make it or it's done. And right now, I think yeah, I like the idea of maybe like a ten to twelve thousand seat. Like get that base, get the, get that demand up. Play that game, right? But the thing is the team's gotta be good. It's not gonna be good in the first year or two. Like yeah. it's gonna take it's gonna take so long to it's gonna take a while to build. And if it just flattens out to where they're not even selling out twelve thousand seats, now what do you do? Yeah. Now you're looking to build on a campus and share like McGill does, which was never the plan for, for this for the tenth team. Like you wanna do it right. But it's so tough right now because of the situation everybody's in still.
0: At the same time, it would add probably money to the TV deal, which Mm -hmm. would help uh, every team around the league. So,
1: There's got to be an expansion fee the owners would get a piece of
0: too. It's a big deal to get this in, and Mm -hmm. it would have some ripple effects. Now, here's a name from the past. I just want to mention it. Michael Bishop going to the College Football Hall of Fame. (laughs) Along with, oh, the, the it is a mile long. The list, mm-hmm. the list is a mile long. So I'm not going to read all of them. Uh, you, Tim Tebow's going in there. You're,
1: exactly. That's all I wanted.
0: Your your Florida Gators. <laughs> yeah, that's all I needed from you. You still got the Tebow jersey? Oh yeah, nice.
1: Bust it out on game days. It comes to camp with me.
0: Nice, nice. Played with Kansas State. He could probably throw 110 yards, but you didn't know where it was going to go half the time. It's like (laughs) Candy Maldonado. (laughs) That was even his college career, though. 50.8 completion percentage.
1: (laughs) a better percentage than me at the bar.
0: This episode of Two It Out brought to you by Park Power, your friendly local utilities provider in Alberta, offering internet, electricity, and natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who to buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. So if you switch providers, nothing changes about the deliveries of these utilities to your home or business. (laughs) That needs
1: to be explained to me. Like, they're all the same pipes.
0: Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when I switched to Park Power, the, the the power didn't get switched off. It was it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it worked out well. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. These delivery charges, you know, they're pretty transparent with Park Power. So if you have an existing contract. Find out the terms before getting out of it. If you don't, then it's really easy. Go to parkpower.ca. You can do a cost comparison in like two minutes. You as a consumer have the choice of who to pay your bills to. So why not choose that friendly local utilities provider at Park Power? Learn more, of course, at parkpower.ca. All right, Ty, when we're back in a couple weeks, you still going to have that duster? Possibly. Possibly. Is it annoy you or no?
1: Very much so.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes it's, I get. It's t-
1: in my mouth all the time. Like I take it, like I'll I'll have a pop or whatever, and I just go this all the time. It's, it's the worst.
0: Sometimes I get tired of being a hairy Sasquatch, but shaving is way more annoying. So I just I just leave it be. Yeah. You should see, see what's what under the sweater. I have.
1: It's another sweater. <laughs> now, I'm supposed to wear t shirts in the pool.
0: <laughs> you can rate, review, and subscribe to Twin Out on your favorite podcatcher, and like and ring the bell with a comment on YouTube as well. We'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Stay warm, stay healthy, stay safe. Thanks too. for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter.